the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love to your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. Amen. Glory to His name. This is why we have gathered together today to give praise and honor and glory to the name of our blessed Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests, friends, those who are worshiping with us by live stream. We welcome you to this worship service in the historic People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is Keys to Handling the Situations We Will Face in 2024. Keys to handling the situations we will face in 2024. Life is basically a series of mountains and valleys, ups and downs, highs and lows, good times and bad times, problems and potentials. Although the Christian life is filled with wonderful blessings, this does not mean that it is a bed of roses. More often than not, there are problems and difficulties to be faced by God's people living in this sinful world. The Bible and history gives us many examples of the people of God in past ages who have undergone unimaginable and heartbreaking problems such as the Old Testament tells us that people were thrown into dens of wild beasts and eaten alive. They were cast into pits filled with poisonous snakes and vipers. They were sawed in two while alive and had their legs or arms pulled from their bodies. But through it all, God was with them and assured them that they would live forever in his kingdom. Down through the centuries, problems have plagued the children of God. Christians have faced deep-seated sorrows, long-lasting trials, back-bending burdens, heart-breaking traumas, mind-boggling pressures, and soul-shocking events. But in the midst of all of these situations, 
Christians have placed their faith in Almighty God, knowing that he would never leave them nor forsake them. They believed that God was powerful enough to do whatever needs to be done. If God was powerful enough to ignite the flame of the sun, to rotate the earth on its axis, to set the stars in their position, to carve out the mighty mountains and cup out the oceans and raise Jesus from the dead, then he is also powerful enough to care for his children, to protect them when they are in danger, to heal them when they are sick, to help them when they feel helpless, and support them when they need somebody to lean on. Someone who handled a lot of problems in the Bible was the Apostle Paul. Listen to him in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 8, 8 and 9. He says, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. And I like the, the New Living Translation here, where the New Living Translation um, says, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. Here's a man of incredible endurance. He says, I'm knocked down, but I'm not knocked out. I just keep on keeping on. Would you like to have that kind of endurance? that kind of stamina, that kind of determination in 2024? So how do you get it? How do you keep from being defeated by the troubles that you will face in 2024? Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 18, So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on things that cannot be seen. For the things we see now will soon be gone, but the things we cannot see will last forever. You see, Paul's focus was not on the troubles he was going through, but on the God who can deliver him from those troubles. The classic book of the Bible that can help us when we are going through problems is the book of Psalms. Most of the Psalms were written by King David over his lifetime. Almost every problem known to man is covered somewhere in the book of Psalms. David had all kinds of problems, and fortunately, he wrote down his prayers as he went through these, these problems. He talked them out to God every time he, he had um, a situation that he could not deal with. And so you'll find as you read the Psalms that he starts out a lot of them by being confused, discouraged, having problems of one kind or another. But eventually, God answers him or works it out, and he comes to the right conclusion. And so you'll find that the Psalms will end with praise and thanksgiving to God for 
his um, grace and his mercy. So today I want us to look at some of the different Psalms to see from David's example. Three important keys to handling the situations we might experience in 2024. First, when our situation looks depressing, think about the goodness of God. Depression is often a warning light that we are focusing on the wrong thing. We are focusing on our problem, not the solution. We are focusing on the negative, not the positive. When we look at all of the bad things in our life, instead of the good things, of course, we are going to get depressed. When we get depressed, it's a warning light that we have forgotten how good God has been to us. Amen. We forget the good things in our life. And studies have shown that the healthiest emotion known to man is the attitude of gratitude. The more we fill our life with thanksgiving and gratitude, the healthier we are going to be both emotionally and even physically. Count your blessings. Name them one by one, and you will see how good God has been to you. Focusing on the goodness of God means more than just being grateful for all the good things God has done for you. It also means seriously thinking about how good God really is. God has our best interest at heart. He loves us and knows what is best for us, even when we don't understand what is going on. But let me be clear, not everything that happens in our life is good. There are a lot of bad things that will happen to us as the people of God, God's children living in this world. But God is always good. He is good all the time. You see, God's plan for your life and mine is always good and he can always bring good out of bad or good out of evil if we will but trust him. And so David says in Psalm 27, 13 and 14, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. You see, life is full of disappointments. We all know that. Things just don't go as planned. There are big disappointments and little disappointments. So what do you do when you face those depressing days? You focus on the goodness of God. Listen to David in Psalm 31 verse 19. How wonderful are the good things you keep for those who honor you. Everyone knows how good you are, how securely you protect those who trust you. You see, nothing happens in the life of a believer without the Heavenly Father's permission. Even the bad things and even the tragic things that happen, things that people cause, God can use them for our good. 
And so the Apostle Paul says in Romans 8.28, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are the called according to his purpose for them. See, Satan will try to get you to doubt God's goodness in 2024. He's going to tell you things like, if God is so good, why did he allow your loved one to die? Or why did he let you lose that job or that promotion? Why did he allow you to be in that accident or allow you to get ill and to be hospitalized? What Satan is doing is causing you to doubt the goodness of God. In those times when life doesn't make sense, when you can't figure out what is happening, when things seem like a senseless tragedy, that's when you most need to think about and affirm that God is a good God and he knows and he cares about what's happening to you. He knows what we, what we need most. He knows what we don't see and knows what we don't know. So trust him because he's a good God and he will always be good. But secondly, when our situation looks defeating, think about the greatness of God. The fact is that we will fail in many things in life, or at many things in life. We failed last year, and we will fail this year. Failure is a part of all of our lives, and there are times when we can learn more from our failures than from our successes. Things don't always go as we expect or as we planned, and because of those failures, there are times when we feel like giving up. We begin to think things like, I've tried and I've tried, but nothing changes. It's hopeless. What's the use of trying? Maybe you have tried and tried to change something in your marriage and still it's the same and you feel like a failure. Or maybe you have tried and tried to connect with one of your children or grandchildren, but nothing seems to be changing and you feel that sense of failure. Or maybe you have prayed and prayed about a health problem and you are still facing it one more year. You feel that sense of defeat and hopelessness. Or maybe you've tried to change some bad habit in your, in your life. You look at yourself and you think, it's the same old me in a new year. Here I go again. You wonder, how am I going to change? One of the occupations in which failure is the least acceptable is that of a trapeze artist. But even trapeze artists, when they miss the bar, what do they have at the bottom? A net. And the minute they miss the bar, they know they are safe and they can thank God for the net. Some of you feel right now that you are working without a net. One more defeat, one more failure, one more fall, and you feel that it's all over. But I'm here to tell you, 
you're not working without a net. The greatness of God is that his hands are great enough to catch you when you fall, no matter what is going on, no matter what failure you're dealing with, no matter how many people may let you down, no matter how disappointed and devastated you are with the situation you're feeling even now. You see, God's hands are there to catch you, no matter what you are going through. That is the greatness of Almighty God. And so, David says in Psalm 145, verses 3 and 4, Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No man can measure his greatness. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. So stop focusing on your problem and start focusing on God, who has the solution to your problem. Stop focusing on your situation and start focusing on your Heavenly Father, the one who has all power in his hands. Stop focusing on what you can't do and start focusing on what, you, what God can do through you. So David says in Psalm 69, 13, and 14, God, because of your great love, answer me. You are truly able to save. Pull me from the mud and do not let me sink. Yes, there are many situations in life when we feel like we are in quicksand and the failure just keeps repeating itself. When you are in, in quicksand, the harder you work to get out, the faster you sink. You see, you need help from the outside. And that help from the outside could be a friend, a counselor, a pastor, or someone uh, in, your, in, your, in your life. But outside help has to include God's mighty hand to reach in and to lift you out of that quicksand, as it were. And so Jeremiah, God says in Jeremiah 32 and verse 27, he says, I am the Lord, the God of every person on the earth. Nothing is impossible for me. See, God specializes in the impossible. You may be facing an impossible situation in your life and you're wondering, how in the world am I going to live with this one more year? Trust God, who can do the impossible. Instead of focusing on the failures in your life, focus on the power of Almighty God to help you through those situations. Instead of focusing on what hasn't gone right in your life, focus on the wonders that God has shown you. So when your situation looks depressing, think about the goodness of God. And when your situation looks defeating, think about the greatness of our God. And so, thirdly and lastly, when you face dark days in 2024, think about the closeness of God. You see, what are dark days? Dark days are days of worry, days of fear. They can be dark days of financial difficulty, dark days of illness, of physical pain. Some of you may be going through dark days right now. You or a loved one may be facing a cancer diagnosis. 
or some other kind of um, uh, diagnosis which uh, can be very difficult. Some of you may be facing a conflict in a relationship and it's tearing you apart. Some of you haven't the slightest idea what is your next step in your career, in your finances, or other things that are happening in your life. So what do you do when you face dark days? Listen to the psalmist in Psalm 112, verses 4, 7, and 8. It says, Light shines in the darkness for the godly. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. So what is the antidote to dark days? Settle in your mind that God is going to take care of you. You don't have to have all the answers when you know that God does. You don't have to figure it all out when you know that God has it figured out already. When you're going through dark days, you need to remember you're not going through them alone. God is with you in those dark days. And to those of you who are going through dark days right now, here's what God wants to say to you. I am with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. And so David says in Psalm 34, 17 through 19, he says, when his people pray for help, he listens and rescues them from their troubles. The Lord is there to rescue all who are discouraged and have given up hope. The Lord's people may suffer a lot, but he will always bring them safely through. You'll never have to face your situation alone. God is with you. He understands. He cares. He is aware. He knows your struggles. He knows your hurts. And he is with you. In fact, the Bible says that in those moments when you feel most alone, when, you, when we feel the most isolated, when we feel the most misunderstood, when we feel the most abandoned, it is at that very moment that God is closest to us. And so David says in Psalm 145, 18 through 20, he says, The Lord is close to all who call on him, yes, to all who call on him in truth. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. The Lord protects all those who love him. So what do we do when our heart is breaking? What do we do when there is nothing that we can do? We just keep on trusting God. He is a good God. He is a great God. All power belongs to him. He speaks and it happens. He commands and it is done. He sees all. He hears all. He knows all. And he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you because you are mine. He holds us in his hands and we can trust him no matter what is going on in our lives. We can lift our eyes to the hills from whence comes our help. I love that um, hymn which we're going to sing today. I am weak 
and I need thy strength and power to help me over my weakest hour. Let me through the darkness thy face to see. Lead me, O Lord, lead me. Lead me, guide me along the way. For if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk each day with thee. Lead me, O Lord, lead me. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 2-4. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.